You're listening to Huddle Up, a football podcast. Each week, Tony Dyer leads the huddle and tackles the hottest topics around the NFL. He's joined by guests from all around the football world, bringing their insights and reactions to the news and noise of the National Football League. Subscribe now to join the huddle. Welcome back to the Thursday episode, the second installment of the Thursday episode. As always, joined by Corey. Hello, Corey. How's it going? Hi, Corey. Last on the last segment, we talked a little bit about Odell Beckham and his drama, and there was a comparison made to Antonio Brown. And I think we brought up the recent Antonio Brown drama, which is never ending. So I don't actually know if we talked about it or if I'm just thinking we talked about it because we always talk about it because there's always something to talk about with Antonio Brown. But new news has come out. Breaking news. Okay, listen, that's really cheesy. I don't know if I want to keep using <laughs> like that. Well, I kind of like it too, but I don't know if I want to keep using it. Adam Schefter has reported that agent Drew Rosenhaus has conditionally terminated his relationship with Antonio Brown until the free agent wide receiver seeks counsel. <laughs> Rosenhaus wrote in a letter that the NFLPA received today that he would like to work with Brown but not until he gets help. He said, bro, you need some help. What's going on with these wide receivers? It's never the running backs. You don't see any. No, 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 not never the running backs. I can think a couple running backs recently. So you don't ever see a bunch of D linemen running around. shenanigans. It's never the defensive linemen. It's never the linebackers. It's never the safeties, the cornerbacks. It's never the offensive linemen for sure. They might be chugging beers. Now, every now and then a running back likes to hit a woman. Hey, We've seen that a few times. Well, that's not acceptable. But I'm just saying every now and then it happens. It does happen. But these wide receivers, man, they're on a different level. They're running around giving college players money, slapping officers on the butt, screaming at women in the that are getting in a police car for whatever reason. I guess we don't really have the story on that. that that's not going to be what this is about. We did that. We already did that. The Baltimore Ravens are one and done. And the Tennessee Titans are the third team since the merger to beat the number one defense, which was New England, and the number one offense, which was Baltimore, in the playoffs. They're the third team to do it. The last two teams were the 1988 49ers and the 2004 Patriots. Both of those teams won the Super Bowl. Whoa. Whoa. I'm not saying that Tennessee's going to win the Super Bowl, but I'm telling you that history's on my side here because I'm going to hint that Tennessee could win the Super Bowl. I called that, didn't I? I mean, the not not the Super Bowl, but the beating of Baltimore. Did I yeah. call that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did I make you do that twice? Two weeks in a yeah. row now? Both times with Tennessee, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Here's the deal. I think that Tennessee is one of the most complete teams in the playoffs. The defense has been respectable. The run game has been far and above average. And the quarterback play has been enough. Yeah, enough. That's enough. Ryan Tannehill's completed 29 passes in the last two playoffs games. Completed or attempted? I missed one word on my stat sheet. 29 passes. It just says 29 passes. I'd be safe to say that's attempts. I think it's attempts. Because your next line says two straight games with fewer than 100 passing yards. So that has to be attempts. It's got to be attempts. It's remarkable what Tennessee's done. And... 
the consistency of it is what's so baffling to me because you'd think you'd figure this out, especially a team like the Patriots. You'd think they'd have, they'd figure it out. Bill Belichick is a master at taking away the best player on your team, but there's no answer for Derrick Henry. It's like going up against a superhero. I mean, you know, his weakness, you, you might know what it, what he does, but if he's more powerful than you, you ain't going to be able to stop him. Have you ever seen those videos of like middle school teams where that one kid, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about already? Yeah. Yeah. You give them the ball every time and they, they like, can't. they know the big kids getting the ball, but they can't stop them because exactly. they're not big enough. Exactly. That's what's happening with Derrick Henry. And to be honest, I, it's crazy that he threw a touchdown pass, Corey. Ryan Tannehill sat on the bench for a play. Marcus Mariota's under center. This is now twice that Marcus Mariota has been in the game in the playoffs and twice he did not pass the ball. That's worth noting, by the way. But Derrick Henry's the passer this time. Touchdown. What in the world? Anyway. It, they're, they're really well coached. It's just it, they're so well coached they can throw something like that at you and pretty much know it's going to work because of the way that offense runs. Like as soon as that ball gets snapped to Derrick Henry, they're like, okay, it's going to Derrick Henry. He's going to try to run it in. And he throws a pass, which they're not expecting whatsoever. Well, I'll say that Tennessee's win was Tennessee's win over Baltimore is not what I expected. I might've said, Hey, wait a minute. I think this could become something, but that's not exactly what I expected. Right. I mean, <laughs> Lamar Jackson and the Ravens like I didn't expect this but here we are we're left with this no I think in because what before the game Lamar rolled out on a golf cart they were a little cocky I just don't think they expected to even be in a close game I think they're they thought it was going to be a cakewalk well, like what, every other game had been for him basically it, it wasn't a cakewalk the, the whole playoffs this Last weekend was really exciting in a bunch of ways. You had called one thing that you were right about was Kansas City's vulnerability when it comes to breaking down or bogging down were your words to bog down on offense for it to not work. That's what we saw happen in the first quarter of that game last week. Kansas City had no points on offense. Well, for the vast majority of the quarter. Right. And the special teams was was kind of the there are other teams right now where special teams have been excelling. Kansas City special teams looked like it, it looked like it cost him the game. Tyree Kill was a receiver for a punt and he muffed the ball. There was a blocked punt early in the first quarter. Next thing you know, it's 24 to 0. Houston Texans are winning. I mean, if you had told me it was 24 to 0, that wouldn't have been a surprise. 24 to 0 Houston? Whoa. Yeah, I think a lot of people accepted that the Texans are going to win that football game. But I also feel like in the, at the same time, there's that little bit of little something in the back of your mind. I was like, you know what? This, this isn't over. Like this is totally something Pat Mahomes would come back from. I had totally accepted the fact that the Texans were going to win that game. And then on fourth down, there was the fake punt. Well, <laughs> I agreed with the fake punt. I like the idea. I think that Bill O'Brien was thinking the right way. We've got them down step on their throat it's Andy Reid it's Patrick Mahomes it's Travis Kelsey it's Tyreek Hill and a defense that's playing better every week I liked the I liked the call if you get a first down there 
and you get into the first quarter and it's 27 to zero. Oh yeah. What does that feel like? If, if you didn't think they, the Texans had it in the bag, you thought, okay, the chiefs have a chance to come back and win in this game, but you definitely didn't think they were going to cover a nine and a half point spread <laughs> that they were favored by. Well, right. I went heavy. I went all in all the money that I've won all season long. I put on Houston at that moment. And I'm not joking about that. I'm not exaggerating or making something up here. All the money that I'd earned, I put on Houston because they were still getting points. When they, they were up 24 zero, and they were up 24 zero, they were still getting points. It was, <laughs> it was two or three. I thought, oh, geez, of I got a no brainer. Well, I know hands. a couple of people said they tried to bet on the chiefs when they were down 24 zero and the line was only like plus three fifty or plus 400 or something. It was something stupid. Incredible. I lost it all. The Chiefs became the first team to ever win a playoff game by 20 or more points after trailing by 20 or more points. It's incredible. The, the beast woke up. It's incredible watching. Okay, Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback that's currently playing in football. He might be the best quarterback that's ever played football. I'm not going to go as far as to say he's the NFL MVP for 2019. I believe that's Lamar Jackson, despite his loss to Tennessee, which we just talked about. He's still a better quarterback than Lamar. He's a better quarterback than Lamar. I think we're going to be talking about Patrick Mahomes a lot longer than we're going to be talking about Lamar Jackson. I agree. That doesn't change the fact. Lamar Jackson's changed football or at least been a part of a new era, I guess. I don't know. Does that make sense? Yeah. But it's it's kind of uh, with the difference between Pat and Lamar is Lamar, he's less of a he's he is more of a like a running back, which is disrespectful to him, obviously. But his that's what makes him so success, successful is the threat of him running the football. So at the same time, like I feel like if Baltimore drafted somebody like Jalen Hurts, they'd be an equally good football team. So they don't necessarily need Lamar Jackson for the next 10 years to be successful, which is why Pat Mahomes is the better quarterback. Pat Mahomes is the better quarterback. And the other part of it, the, the mind boggling part of it to me is with 40 minutes to go in football, Houston was up 24 to zero. The chiefs scored touchdowns on the final four drives of the first half and were up 28 to 24. Whoa. He, he'd like, it's like he's in, it's like he's immune to the pressure of it. It's like he's immune to the situation. I don't know. It's just, it's insane to me. It's insane. I think deep down inside, he knows they can score so fast, which they can. That it doesn't, it just didn't bother him whatsoever. He's like, oh, okay, this is three touchdowns. I normally throw for five. So, yeah, we can win this football game. I have Travis Kelsey and Tyree Kill. We can win this football game. Travis Kelsey, Tyree Kill, Derrick Henry, AJ Brown. Who are you picking? What do you think? What do you see happening for the AFC championship game? You got to pick somebody. Oh, God. I can't. I'm just so afraid. I'm taking the Chiefs, and I hope you take the Titans. I really do. I'd love for me to be wrong three weeks in a row. 
But the odds of that happening are low. So I'm just going to take the Chiefs. Give me the Chiefs. Super, they're going to the Super Bowl. I, my AFC pick was Baltimore. I thought Baltimore would be here. But now that they're gone, I think it will be the Chiefs. I think the Titans will have a good run game. They It's the best run game versus the worst run defense. But I think the Titans could end up having trouble scoring and keeping up. Now, and on the other side, I could see this end up being a 17-0 Titans win if Derrick Henry can keep Pat Mahomes off the field. But my gut's just, you got to take the better quarterback. You're giving, I'm taking Pat Mahomes. Zero doesn't make sense to me. Patrick Mahomes is too good. 17-3, 17 When you Zero say it, we talked about that beforehand, and we kind of like said that's one of the possible outcomes. But now when you say it, and I'm watching it be recorded, Zero doesn't make sense. Patrick Mahomes is going to drive the offense to score points. That doesn't, that. I agree. I just picked him. But I'm saying if the Titans win this game, I could see it being like a 17 to 3, 6, 9, 7 blowout. However, what at zero point, same thing. They, there's a chance that this offense could bog down because Pat Mahomes doesn't get on the field and they have trouble scoring points, just like the Colts did to him. I'm so torn about this game. Derrick Henry's going to rush for 180 yards again. Is that the stat? Yeah, three straight games. 180 plus? No one's ever done that before? First player. Did we already say that? Was that in this one or the last one? I have no idea. I'm going to say it again. Derrick Henry's the first player in NFL history after 100 years of NFL He's the first player in NFL history to have 180 plus rushing yards in three straight games. And they were playoff games. I don't know who's going to win this game, guys. I thought it would be the Chiefs. Four weeks ago, I put money in DraftKings on the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl, to win everything. But here's the reality. Things change. And it's not always what it seems to be. There's a team that gets hot. The Colts, when the Colts won their Super Bowl, they won it as a wild card team. Titans are a wild card team. I know a lot about the AFC South, okay? For all the stuff that I don't know about other divisions, I pay attention to the AFC South. I'm invested, personally. I don't know for sure that's the situation that's going to happen here. I'm so afraid of Patrick Mahomes. But I'm telling you what, A.J. Brown and Derrick Henry and I'm t- here's something else. Ryan Tannehill, 2012 draft class. Here's something else. We've never talked about this part. Andrew Luck retired. Let's think of some other 2012 draft class picks. Trent Richardson. Robert Griffin. Gone. Backup. What's another quarterback? I think Russell Wilson was in that class. I know. We're trying to find losers. I don't know. Hell, I'm finding first round picks. Hell, I don't know. Ryan man. Tannehill. He was the, in there. He is he's, in there. he's the last significant. I think he was sixth or seventh or eighth overall. Last significant first round pick left. Drafted to Miami. And I think there's a chance that he plays a Super Bowl in Miami for the Titans. Now, that'd be some shit. I think there's a chance, man. I just am saying. I'm just saying. Ryan, man, Ryan, go ahead. I think the Chiefs win this game, but... It, if the Titans got there, 
I wouldn't be surprised. It kind of feels like a New York Giants team from the two times they went and played the Patriots. Like they're playing the right kind of football. They they could definitely get there. It's a fit, it's a coin flip game. I agree. That's the problem. Is that we're I feel like we're stumbling around the fact that nobody knows what the hell's going to happen. We don't. It's a coin flip game, and Kansas City should win. But based off of momentum. I don't know anymore. So who's getting points in this game? Uh, Tennessee's getting seven and a half. I'm taking Tennessee at seven and a half. Do you have bets of the week? I guess. Best bets of the week. Best bets of the week. It's conference championship weekend. I was two and three last week. Takes my record to 16, 10 and one, which after doing the math is better than I thought it was. So uh, let's finish strong here. Let's get, let's get a couple of these, right? I'm only taking two games, no college football this week. First pick, we we're just talking about it. Titans plus seven and a half. I love it. Finally, you finally took the Titans. I'm going to do it. Why? Why? Because the Packers are also getting seven and a half points. <laughs> oh my gosh. Come on. Seriously? Just hear me out here. Okay. Both teams are getting seven and a half points. So all that needs to happen to break even, I guess, is to have one of these games finish closer than a touchdown, which I feel like the odds are pretty good. I feel like it could happen for both. My, I, you know, logic tells me that it's going to at least happen for one. I think there is a chance the Titans win this football game. I do think there's a chance that the Packers win their football game, although the 49ers are my Super Bowl pick. I think it's, it's definitely a very scary proposition. I'll say that for sure historically I look, I like to look back at history on these things. Historically the away team doesn't win. I mean, right. Like that's not, yeah, that that's against them. That the 12th man is real. Okay. And when we're talking about playoffs, the 12th man shows up. So having said that historically, when a team, I, I mentioned this before, when a team beats the number one offense, I'm the number one defense in football in the playoffs, which has happened. That team wins the Super Bowl, which would be the Tennessee Titans. History says they win. History says they win and they win the next game too. But Kansas City is real. And either of those NF- NFC teams are real. I'm getting lost on Titans again, aren't I? Yeah. Well, Both teams are real. So my law, I think I already said this. My logic is that. There's a, there's a chance the Titans can play keep away with Pat Mahomes, which like the Colts did. The Titans beat him earlier this year with a different strategy. But if you can keep the ball out of Mahomes' hands, there's a better chance that offense bogs down. Tennessee is real. So they have full capability of running their offense and scoring points. My only concern is, is if Pat Mahomes goes out there and puts up a bunch, they're not going to be able to play keep up. But... I'm going to take the plus seven and a half just in case they win, just in case it's a close game. You're right that you're right that Patrick Mahomes doesn't need much. You're right that Titans will play keep away. I, I believe you're totally right there. You're right that they won the last time they played. And it's worth noting that that was one of Patrick Mahomes' best games of the year. It was. And they, they lost. Yes. Whoa. So okay. Titans plus seven and a half. Packers plus seven and a half, just because one of those games, one of these games is going to be close. But in all reality, it is Aaron Rodgers. 
I would. All right. My the way I'd love the Super Bowl to be is Packers versus Titans, just because the Titans are the underdog, and I feel like it's for all the hype Rodgers has gotten for the last ten years, he's only got one Super Bowl to show for it. I want him to go back and just win again. I just do. And these two teams were some of my childhood favorite teams. Steve McNair, Eddie George on the Titans. I love Donald Driver and Brett Favre on the Packers. So I've got a little, little something inside for these two teams. But the Packers could beat the Niners because Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback of the bunch here besides probably Pat Mahomes. The 49ers are my Super Bowl pick. So I think they could win. If anything, Rodgers gets it close. Give me the Packers plus seven and a half. Let's go two for two, please. <laughs> God's. Yeah. Reality is, is, I don't know shit. It's just what my gut says. The record's good. Take record's my bets. good. We're going to take the bets. That's the best bets of the week. Best bets of the week. I think that's it for today. Any more breaking news? No, no more breaking news, but I will a, say. Hold on. We do have another baseball coach that got fired. Look up the baseball coach. I'm going to talk about what to expect over the next couple of weeks. If you're still listening, I love you more than I love anybody else who listened at any point in the podcast, because this is the end of the podcast. It's the end of the second episode. We've been doing this new thing. I really like it a lot where we record on Thursdays. Corey and I record an extended session. We chop it up into a couple of episodes where they make sense so that it's not become rambling and I don't want to one hour episode at all into the off season. We are going to continue. We've talked about this before. It's going to continue. It's never going to stop. Corey's taking a week off. He deserves it. His best bets have been one of our favorite segments. And I'm glad. I'm so glad that Corey has been a part of the show. As a matter of fact, the show wouldn't exist without Corey to be fair. Let's just go through this for a second. There's another guy at the same work spot. That said he was going to do a podcast with me. And he didn't. And Corey did. And I'm going to tell you something right now. That had that guy been a part of this podcast, it would have been dead. It wouldn't exist today. Corey has been a driving force of this podcast. And his best, of the, his best bets of the week have been a favorite segment. So, Corey's taking a week off. I'm going to do my best to have a comeback player of the year episode next week. Maybe we'll have our first guest. Maybe not. But anyway. Yeah, I'll be back for the Thursday before the Super Bowl. We're back the Thursday, the Thursday before the Super Bowl. We're back together. Obviously, we'll talk about the Super Bowl. Yes. And then moving forward, we'll talk about all the offseason stuff. It will continue. What Anyways. Were you, what were you going to say about baseball? More breaking news. We got here. Where's the We button? don't do baseball. Breaking hit news. The I hate it. Carlos Beltran has been fired as the mess manager for the Astros cheating scandal. Even more breaking news. I hate it. In the NBA, (laughs) the Minnesota Timberwolves have traded Jeff Teague to the Atlanta Falcons. Corey. Hawks. It's a football podcast. I just liked all the breaking news. And we finished it with the breaking news. You've been listening to Huddle Up, a football podcast. Subscribe on your favorite platform and follow us at Huddle Up NFL and at Commissioner Mister on Twitter to keep up on the latest from the NFL and stay in the huddle. Huddle up. Team on three. One, two, three. Three.